started as any other day. Hello, mobsters. Welcome back to another but first edition of Macabre Reality Bites here in 2022. We started off strong last week with a main story. We did that uh, history of Fidene. Fidene? Am I saying this correct? Fidene. The biggest sports disaster in history. If you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that one. Bet you didn't know about it. Prove me wrong. Happened in 27 AD. You weren't around. No, nobody was. Not today. Nope. My baby mama daddy over here the council matt how you doing bud i'm doing pretty well how you doing doing great um great job last week oh thank you uh, great he, job to you yeah the history was nice i don't know shit about history so it's it's kind of a no it's kind of fact, a nice i think thing. you referred to tiberius as tiberius at one point i did i'm sure i did and i'm but sorry for that it was funny <laughs> well that's good as long as it's funny i guess that's that's what it is uh, and I'm Josh. I'm blazed and blessed as always. Doctor Love beats us off tonight. He's performing brain surgery. Um, good luck to him. Uh, good luck to the guy uh, getting the brain surgery. That's what I mean. Yeah. So on today's episode, we will discuss people who did not stay on their feet. You did not keep your feet on the ground, and look what happened to you. We call this "Move Your Feet, Lose Your Seat." All these stories came from the New York Post. Our first bite <laughs> is titled "Pain in the Neck." This happened January 2nd, 2022, so it's certified right out of the oven fresh. Right in New York City, baby. Headline is, man dead after jumping NYC subway turnstile, breaking neck. Mm. A 28-year-old man died when he jumped a subway turnstile in Queens on Sunday and broke his neck landing on the cement floor. The man was attempting to evade the fare at the Forest Hills 71st Avenue train station around 6.45 a.m. when he hopped a turnstile and broke his neck. Mm. He came crashing down on the station's cement floor and he was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, the man's identity wasn't immediately released, so we don't know what his name is. Uh, and yeah, that's the story right there. So um, I just that reminds me of a story of my own. When I went to New York, as a grown-up, and when you go to those Metro card machines, have you ever been? Yes. The The amount of pressure is unbelievable when it's your turn because there's a lot of people behind you. Yeah, you're expected to move. Like you're You don't even stop to do it. You are walking as you're doing it. You're expected to have crisp dollar bills, apparently, or a card that works on the first card. Time. Okay, card. Yeah. I, it's been so long, I couldn't remember if I tried to use... That's probably what happened. I probably tried to use dollars, and people were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, everybody's got a card. So, uh, luckily, um, Jordan was there, and she's very seasoned traveler, and she's like, I got you. Because I was, like, getting yelled. I was starting to get yelled at. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because they needed to get on the subway, and I was like, oh, I'm from South Carolina. <laughs> so, I don't know what to do. Wow. So, that was a nightmare for me. That's all right. You got to experience a little bit of, of New York. You yeah. know, that, that New York experience. Yeah, I'll tell you this. They don't like it when they when you say, I'm walking here, like, all the hey, time. I'm walking here. <laughs> they don't like it when you say that all the time. Just Can you they, start so relaxing they, up there, They please? don't say that all the time? I guess not. And they don't like it when you say it when they know 
you're from not from well, here. I'll tell you this. I used to, when I was younger, I used to think, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome to live in New York. I'm sorry, that'd be freaking awesome if to live in New York. But I don't think that now. Oh, I don't um, either. There's way especially too many after people. finding out once a week they gotta like once or twice a week they gotta move their cars and let the street <laughs> sweepers go by. Yeah, and then fight for that parking spot. Yeah. All the time, no way. So John, you're basically saying John Wilson is convincing. Yeah, how to with John Wilson? <laughs> yeah, both of us not to live in New York. He, he, well, I mean, I already didn't. I already knew I wouldn't want to live there, but that kind of put like the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Like, oh, that would suck. You definitely. I mean, you just wouldn't own a car. I just wouldn't own a car if I lived there. Oh no! You, yeah, wouldn't be worth it. Mm-mm. And then at some point you'd need a car, and you'd be like, you know what? Fuck yeah, this. you'd have to travel outside <laughs> of New York. And, yeah, but you know, I'm going to travel out and stay out. Yeah, I'm going back to South Carolina where you just need a car always. And that's and that's not even talking about the the, the hassle, and then it's not even talking about the cost. It's yeah. so expensive to live there. Yeah. So, no way. No. And in South Carolina, you don't have to say, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. People go like this. Hey, I see you walking. Go ahead. Hey, have, have a sweet tea while you cross the road. Yep. Not anymore. Actually, people are like not seeing people anymore and just fucking running right into them. It's cool because we have people drivers from all over the country driving here and with totally different there's there's different the same way there's different dialects i feel like there's different driving cultures across the country and different kind of expectations of what others should be doing on the road sure and so i feel like that leads to a lot of wrecks here in greenville yeah yeah there's a lot of um people from north moving here because of the property so uh, much affordable i guess and uh and it's not as cold and all this whatever Whatever the reasoning is. And uh, they are offensive drivers. And I'm not taking offense to them. I'm saying they're offensive drivers. Where down here, it's more like, go on ahead. Go on. Go on ahead. No blinkers. Nothing. Just kind of go ahead. We're not in any hurry. I'm going to slowly drift over into the left turn lane Mm -hmm. and block your lane as I slowly list uh, lazily to the left. (laughs) Get the fuck over. Will you please get out of my fucking way? Yeah. You just got to beep and shit. I, I mean, my freaking way, you know. I know you're trying not to cuss, but I'm in I'm in it. I don't care. Um, What's the lesson learned here with the turnstile neck guy? Well, that was a heavy, I, that's a heavy price to pay for jumping the turnstile. I'll yeah. say that. That's yeah. too much. Maybe sprain an ankle, uh, not break your neck. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you get penalized worse than what the crime is you committed. That's kind of the way life works. Yeah. Sometimes people pay a heavy penalty. Right. That's the lesson learned. Yeah. I say pay the fare, man. Just pay the fucking fare. Just pay the fare. Uh, make sure you can jump first. I'm assuming he's a white guy because uh, we all know that white men can't jump. Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also snapped his neck at 6.45 a.m. He didn't even have breakfast yet. That's probably what happened. He wasn't on a full belly. He wasn't fully energized. He didn't he- have his cup of coffee in the... Um uh, what is a what are those blue and white and red uh, coffee cups they always drink out of? Yeah, I can't remember what it says on them. It's coffee. We're pleased to serve you or something it's, like that. I think it says coffee. <laughs> coffee, <laughs> hey, it's coffee over here. <laughs> I think that's what it says on them. I'm walking but, uh, here with a cup of coffee. Yeah, he didn't have his coffee, and uh, that's so he didn't have his bad. jumps. That's early. That's early in the morning to it's be hops. jumping the jumping the turnstiles. Yeah, if you don't eat. And, you don't have your hops on. He you didn't yet. eat his Wheaties. You know, what the fuck, man? So pay the fare. That's what I say. And uh, eat something. Eat eat breakfast. Eat a good breakfast. Uh, it's not my favorite meal of the day, but it is important. I like it, but I don't usually eat breakfast at breakfast. 
I don't either. It's you know, about I don't 10 usually like to eat a big breakfast, you know. Our next bite is titled Communication Breakdown. This happened July 22nd, 2021. And we're going to play the full Led Zeppelin song right yeah, there. Right? And not be sued. I mean, the, in its entirety. That's right. Here we right. go. And we're back. This happened in Colombia, South America. Colombia. Headline is, Woman plunges 164 feet to death in tragic bungee jumping accident. A Colombian bungee jumper plummeted to her death this week after a communication mishap caused her to leap off the bridge without a fastened cord. She got confused, in quotations, Gustavo Guzman, the mayor of Fredonia, said of the freak accident, which occurred in the Amaga in north northern Colombia, South America. And I'm sure I'm not saying that correctly. Amaga? I don't know. Amaga? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. How's it spelled? M-A-M-G-A with a little thing over the last A. Oh, yeah. No, I have no idea. There you go. See, see, there we go. First time jumper, Yencia Morales. Twenty-five, and her unnamed boyfriend had traveled to Omega Viaduct, a popular bungee spot, on an excursion organized by a local company, Sky Bungee Jumping. The two lovebirds were reportedly the 90th jumpers of the day when they approached the platform. Have you ever been bungee jumping before? No, and I will never go bungee jumping. Me neither. And I, um, if I ever did, it would I would want it to be, you know, towards the middle of the count too. So. I don't know if 90 is a lot for them or not, but. Wait, what do you mean? I, I just feel like they, I wanted some, I want a bunch of people to go before me to make sure everything's a-okay. Right. But I don't want the cord to be too stretched out to where it's like, you know. Oh, so you're talking about snap. at what point in the life of that cord you yeah. want to jump? I'm thinking about the life of the cord. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah. No, you want it be, to be broken in, but not used like, like worn. Yep. I hear you. Thank you. Oh, I'll never go, though, so let's just put that to bed. Things went wrong after the operator's signal Morales's boyfriend, who was ahead of her in line, to take the plunge. But, apparently thinking the cue was for her, the young lawyer leaped off the bridge without an attached safety cord and plummeted about 164 feet to the valley below. So That's look, interesting yeah. that they, at that moment in the article, refer to her being a lawyer. They that just is like interesting. Toss that in, like the young lawyer, by the way. Uh, jump to her death. It's, it's like, it's by like, the way, she was educated. I just want you to know like, yeah. that we said go. She thought we were talking to her. She is educated. She made the mistake. It's like, right. all right, bro. <laughs> all right. right. She, she she understands the meaning of consent and she consented to jump off. Uh, but that's one, you know, where I feel like, and I, you might be about to say this. So you can cut this out if you need to. You, you might want to just check. Just check Dude. with the guy. Like, you meant me? Yeah. Well, that, you know, that's the lesson learned, obviously. But she thought she was, they were talking to her. She jumped. Luckily for her, and I mean, unluckily, she did pass away. But it wasn't like, it was into like shrubbery and stuff. It wasn't like onto concrete, at least. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm sure she crashed right through that to rocks. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, that's yeah. bad. It's pretty bad. So at that point, Morales' distraught boyfriend rushed down. To whereupon he attempted to perform CPR. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Firefighters later pronounced her dead at the scene. Along with her injuries inflicted during the free fall, the young daredevil may have suffered a heart attack before she hit the ground. Mm. I'm sure I would have. I'm just be like, I would just be like, I'm like, I wonder at what point after jumping she realized the mistake she'd made. 
probably you think she immediately was uh, like wait i'm not attached to anything or do you think she was falling was like shouldn't i be feeling the bungee cord and then just kept falling yeah what, 164 but then, feet but if she had a heart attack you, it makes you think she must have realized pretty soon relatively quickly for yeah. her to have a heart attack before she yeah i wonder how long it takes ground. you to be to have a heart attack though when you're in a state of like it probably oh, seized fuck. up like yeah. it probably yeah just the sheer terror of that moment man that's crazy dude uh, but Mayor Guzman, since he's such a nice guy, he chalked the tragedy up to a massive misunderstanding. Yeah, so, there I you would go. say that. I'd call it a fatal misunderstanding. Yeah, he goes Is, on. That'd be a good name for a movie. Is that name of a movie? Fatal misunderstanding. Right. I don't know, dude. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know. Sometimes you just write the title and then you write the movie. Well, we got the title. Fatal misunderstanding. Fatal misunderstanding. And now let's write the movie. All right. Just, you we'll, got we'll it. put a pin in that put a pin in it all right uh mayor guzman goes on to say the signal was for the boyfriend to jump because he was already attached to the security equipment they had only put the harness on her and she got confused and rushed mm. man guzman come on bro that's not very mayoral 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 yeah what you blaming it on her you mean <laughs> he's just well he's just you know he threw her under the bus so to speak yeah yeah, into the you know, you know, and down into a cliff. Uh, even though they know what happened, nonetheless, they <laughs> always launch an investigation. And uh, yeah, so we all know what happened. We don't have to do that. So, yep, yeah, like you were saying earlier, Matt, back to your point, um, the lesson learned is always you always got to do that thing where you like, are you talking to me? Yeah, me or him? Uh, any number of these people around me? Don't even worry about being rude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you make sure like, like you do the the Robert De Niro. Yes. And and you make sure. You talking to me? And that we call that a taxi driver. The taxi driver. Yeah. Or the who me? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. You always have to confirm that. Oh, please do that for us. If you go bungee jumping, skydiving, we'll see anything like that. We'll see now. You check and you do the you talking to me, and then. <laughs> Then you go, I'm jumping here. Yeah. And then you wait a second and see if anybody stops you. And then you jump. I, that's me. That would be me. Um, I'm not going to y'all push me the fuck off. That, that, that's me right there. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm safe. And then you push me off. That means you're, you're ready. Just, just in case. That right. way if I fall to death. Well, yeah, that way your uh, insurance will pay out because it might be considered a suicide. I wonder if they're treating this as a suicide. It doesn't say. I hope not. I wonder if like insurance would try to get out of paying a oh, policy be... by saying, "Hey, she jumped to her death. She willingly." I wonder if they would do that. I'm probably they're well. I don't know about Colombian insurance though. South American. Well, insurance. I bet insurance companies are probably the same everywhere. So yeah, they in terms did, of then. trying to not pay. I'm sure they did. That'd be interesting to look into. I yeah. mean, that's we don't know. We have no idea as far as what anything like that. We don't get sued. Yeah. But, and we're not saying anything either way. Our next bike is titled How Not to Make a Mo Boat. This happened in Gaffney, South Carolina, boy. That's not far from here. One hour away, maybe maybe 45 minutes if you're going real fast. Mm-hmm. Home of the giant peach butt water tower. Um, every now and then I'll see like pictures of that people who aren't from here being like, this is how it was in South Carolina. Look what I found. Right. It's funny as shit because we've seen that all the time. 
you grew up here, you saw that all the time. There used to be a Fats Cafe underneath the motherfucker. You used to go eat there and look at it mm-hmm. the whole time. The big butt. Yeah, you eat those uh, calabash chicken. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. And then I had those like honey rolls. Or honey or, or honey butter. It was it was uh, sesame seed or I think it was sesame seed rolls. I don't think Not it was sesame, sesame seed. seed. Poppy seed rolls. It was poppy seed rolls with fucking honey butter. I remember they had that honey butter. It. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, this happened <laughs> September twenty yes, eighth. Go to Fats Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> They're not spending money with us, so I don't want to talk about it too much more. But look, I might hate on Cat, Fats Cafe or Cats Cafe for that matter. All right, this happened September twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one, in good old Gaffney, South Carolina. Headline is: South Carolina man drowns in freak lawnmower accident. And an elderly South Carolina man apparently drowned to death in a freak lawnmower accident. Daniel Lee Shaw. That's how you know he's Southern three names. Mm-hmm. Daniel Lee Shaw, 88, was cutting his lawn in Gaffney. I think all three of those names are counties in South Carolina. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're fucking right. Uh, he was cutting his lawn in, in his yard in, South, in Gaffney, South Carolina, using a sit-down zero-turn mower when the machine flipped and tumbled down the hill into a creek. The lawnmower landed on Shaw, seemingly trapping him under the water. Cherokee County Coroner Dennis Fowler, who we see all the time when people die in South Carolina. You see Dennis Fowler's name all the time. Shout out Dennis Fowler. Said in a news release, Shaw was found around 8.50 p.m. when he didn't return home, his body fully submerged. It wasn't clear how long he had been dead, but his family last saw him alive around 5 p.m. Mowing the lawn. Yeah. You don't mow the lawn until 8.50. Y'all got to go check on the man. He's 88 years old. Keep an eye on that man, first of all. Yeah. An autopsy is planned to determine his cause of death. And I say, guess what? No need. The duh detectives are here. Me and Matt are on the case. And we say manner of death, drowning. Duh. So he was mowing the lawn and it, the lawnmower, like he fell off into a ditch that had water in it and it pinned him underwater. Yeah. So apparently he's a creek or something. Yeah. Mowing the lawn on a zero turn mower. Which makes me think that it only goes straight, but I know I know what a zero turn mower is. I mean, zero degrees, you can just turn on a dime. Mm-hmm. But it makes me think whenever somebody says that it only goes straight. It's like zero right. turn, it cannot turn. So it makes you think of the exact opposite of what it means. Yeah, yeah. right. So I don't know if the marketing's right there. Anyways, apparently he was on a hill and it t- tumbled over. Tumbled, tumbled hmm. with a B. <laughs> well, you know, what? interesting. We'll get through this, buddy. Interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting word I just said there tumbled, tumbled. it tumbled it over tumbled. it pinned him you know actually underwater. I think when it goes into a creek it's called tumble thank you <laughs> I, you know I knew I knew it look it up everybody so, um, so it tumbled into a creek <laughs> exactly tumbled right over into a creek pinned him underwater and, so he, got, and he got drowned he got drowned that's wow that's that's tragic yeah uh, lesson learned is rowboat good, mowboat bad. Yes. Our next bite is titled <coughs> Communication Breakdown Part 2. A rope? Afraid not. This happened October 11th, 2021 in Kazakhstan. Headline is Woman leaps 82 feet to her death in freak rope free flying accident. Yeah. That was, What's uh, that that was a lot of words there, so I'm going to say that. Yeah, one more time. Woman leaps 82 feet to her death in a freak rope free-flying accident. Yeah. 
a yep. freak rope free, free flying, flying accident. accident. Yeah. A thrill-seeking woman plummeted 82 feet to her death after a communication mishap resulted in leaping off of a building without a properly secured free-flying cord. Free-flying so in quotes. Okay, so these are people who are like bungee jumpers, except the cord doesn't expand and contract. It's just a rope. Yeah, and they do it off buildings. Okay. And, I, and so they're just strong enough, I guess, in their midsection that they can handle the shock of, of there not being any, like... I guess I, there's got to be some, re- like, coil in the... I don't know, but let's read on and see if it comes okay. up. There is footage of this. Um, you can look it up. So, Okay, I'm going to try this name, buddy. Here we go. Yevgenia Leonteva, 33, is seen atop a hotel roof in preparation to partake in a rope free-flying, a bungee-esque stunt originated by the late Dan Master of Gravity Osman in California's Yosemite National Park in the 1990s. So this guy, Dan... Master of Gravity, Osman, would do this in off of Yosemite National Park's edge or some shit, I guess, off the edge of a fucking cliff. Right. With a rope in the 90s. So this is how. And I just want you to guess real quick how this man died. Uh, you want me to guess right now how the, yeah. how the guy died? Yeah. Um, the guy who invented free flying on a rope. Oh, that he probably uh, fell to his death? On November 23rd, 1998, at the age of 35, his rope failed while performing a controlled freefall jump from the Leaning Tower Rock Formation in Yosemite National Park. So he died doing the exact same thing he invented, which this lady also died from. So not a really safe um, yeah. thing to do. I don't. So it looks like, sound. yeah, it is. It's, they're just jumping. It's, it's not a bungee cord. It's just a rope, but it's attached to like, their feet, and they've got a harness around their body. But I would think like maybe this keeps happening because the when there's no... Um, like recoil in the rope, it's just going to be a huge shock when you hit that like lowest point. Yeah. Well, following a brief countdown, she leaps off the roof. However, the the hair raising feet goes horribly awry when she crashes to the ground with a sickening thud. As horrified onlookers, including a friend who was slated to jump after her, watched in shock. And this is on video. Um, I haven't. I didn't really watch it, but I do have a still clip or a still picture that I'm going to put on social media. Before the ill-fated jump, Leonteva and a friend reportedly posted, live it up and we're going to fly on social media. Mm, bad timing. Yeah. Um, did she hashtag YOLO? She did not, but she should have. She was given the green light to jump before the organizer could secure her safely to a tree. The mishap occurred after the woman was given the go-ahead before the organizer could fasten her safety rope to the tree and instead it was holding it in his hand when she took the plunge so she had no chance that dude's i mean all that force obviously right there's no way he's gonna hold her i mean you could be the strongest motherfucker in the world you're not holding her up but no and again for that that same reason it's gonna be all the more difficult with them jumping on a rope off from a rope that's right okay as a result she plummeted 82 feet to the ground below and was dragged 12 feet sideways into a wall Meanwhile, the force of her fall yanked the rope holding the organizer to the floor. And you can see that in the video as well. Uh, on the platform, though, he he didn't fall off the building. Right. That would, so, be, that would be insane if it also pulled him off and he fell to his death. Yeah. Unlike Communication Breakdown Part 1, which we just did a, a few stories ago, um, this was on concrete, so she didn't really have a chance at all. You know, the other one was over a field or in some bushes or something. 
It yeah. was like 82 feet, about half the, about half the distance of the other one. Yeah. But dang, man. Well, it's just another case of like, you know, you might want to make sure even when they give me the green light or it's like you said, mm-hmm. they're going to have to push me. They're going to push me off. Yeah. Uh, authorities are investigating her untimely death amid suspicion of negligence. No shit. This is the, the crazy part. If found guilty, the organizers would only have to serve a maximum, maximum 40 days behind bars. So this is how it is in Kazakhstan, I guess. Um, this isn't actually the first time this bungee organizer had someone die due to their negligence either. In July, a Colombian bungee jumper punched her death off a bridge, as we mentioned previously, in Communication Breakdown Part 1. Twist. That's right. The company is the same fucking company. They just happen to operate in two different uh, countries. I was just thinking, how crazy would it be if you put like... I don't know, you can put two people, maybe three people, uh, tie them all up to these uh, rope, uh, free-flying ropes, and you're on a platform and you have to fight each other. Yeah. Say, like, because you, you don't want to have to jump. So you got to, in order not to, to go off, you got to fight the other two guys off. You, you feel me? Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh-huh. Make a sport out of that. That could be modern American gladiators. Well, that could be. Yeah, it's like American gladiators mixed with squid game so i kind of like i think it. that'd be dope i wouldn't play it but i kind of like it oh you could find people that will play it yeah I know. I know. let's do it but i mean serious like give them knives and shit and machetes <laughs> uh what was the name of our movie i think we just wrote uh, it fatal misunderstanding there we go fatal hashtag mis- fatal misunderstanding this is what happens people show up and they go this is american gladiators right and we go sure or not and they say they get up there and then they die and they go, wait a second. This is, we, this is not what we asked for. We thought this was just American Gladiators. And we say, this is the new American Gladiators. Title card, boom, boom. Fatal misunderstanding. Yeah. Oh, lesson learned. Again, yeah. Uh, is it my turn? Is it my turn? And also, take a look at the safety line. If it's in the dude's hands. Was well, You know, I was just thinking. No. If you have them push you, well, then they could make the same misunderstanding that you could make as far as you being ready to go. Correct. So you may not actually be helping yourself at all. Well, the only way you're, you're helping you're yourself. Actually taking, you're actually making it worse because you're taking the decision out of your hands. No, no, no. Right. No, it makes it better because if you die, then well, at least it wasn't It makes your fault. it better if you die, <laughs> but it doesn't make it better for you making the decision whether you die. Because ultimately, if it's your decision, you just don't jump at all if you're not totally yeah. fucking confident. But what if the guy that's pushing you is like, yeah, I think he's good. Okay. Yeah. You I feel me? You. I hear you. I feel you. But we're moving on now. So stop it. I just don't want to, you know, we got to make sure we don't mislead our mob here. That's right. You definitely make the decision. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's oh, an important decision. Definitely make your decision. Definitely. But I'm just saying, if you're dead and they pushed you, that's murder. <laughs> How about this? So you make the decision. Yeah. And then you tell the guy, okay, I'm ready to quote unquote jump. But then he has to... <laughs> Wait, no, that's not good for legal reasons. No, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to actually. So you have to have a signal to give to the guy pushing you that only he knows about. And then you have to. Wait, but. Then no. you have to have another guy bump that guy off so he can't tell anybody. So then they won't know that you uh, actually consented to jumping and it'll be on him for pushing you. But you're going to be the one that gives him a secret signal to push you when you've made the decision to jump. But if you're, but if you die, 
then that guy can just keep it secret and then all of a sudden you're an idiot for jumping. Because he's the only one that knows. I think you got to tell. No, 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 no. Everyone's going to see him push you. Okay. The, right. What you're trying to conceal <laughs> is that you told him to. Okay. Because the whole idea is you want to have the alibi that you didn't jump because then the the insurance company will say that you committed suicide and they're not going to pay to your family. Okay. So you need to make people think that he pushed you off. All right. So you feel me? Yeah. But you're making the decision whether or not to jump and you have to communicate to him to push you off. So you don't be, you're not seen to be jumping off. You get pushed off. Okay. But how do you signal him without everybody knowing? So you have to have a secret hand signal or something to you, give to the guy. You jump that, in the that air. Only you two know about you give him that signal. Mm-hmm. He pushes you. Nobody sees the signal because they don't know what the hell you're, you're doing. They don't see it. Maybe you, you scratch your eye or something. Whatever. Oh, that's a dangerous one. And then you, he pushes you off. But see, now he knows, though. He knows that because they're going to charge him right. for pushing you off. And he knows that you gave him a signal. So he's going to tell people. So you have to have paid another guy okay. to bump that guy off. Okay. And you don't tell the other guy anything. You just say, listen, upon my death, kill, kill that guy. guy. And then that's how you can make sure your family gets the insurance payout. Run credits, fatal misunderstanding. Fatal misunderstanding. That's the movie right there. There you go. Our next bite is titled Caused by Inflation. This happened October 19, 2021 in Israel. Headline is Man dangles from hot air balloon before falling to his death. Disturbing video shows an Israeli man dangling from a hot air balloon moments before he plunges hundreds of feet to his death. Police reported that the man, identified as Yogiv Cohen, 28, had been dangling off the side of an airship when it lifted off the ground. Cohen had reportedly been readying the vehicle for takeoff, although it was unclear why the grounds crew member was holding on to the gondola as it rose into the sky. By the time the pilots noticed the staffer's plight, the vessel had ascended too fast for them to reverse course, which is possible to pretty hard in an air balloon like you don't have a lot of control yeah i don't think uh in a hot air balloon have you ever been up in one uh, fuck no neither have I. <laughs> you fucking out of your mind <laughs> dude that's what i think i was like that's a wicker basket and you're gonna go hundreds of feet up into the air and that with shit. a fabric balloon and fire inside of it yeah go fuck yourself i don't even know how that works yeah how does that not burn up immediately I mean, every if, time if a heavy wind comes are you kidding me dude i've seen people go into okay so here's the thing we so, you know, South Carolina used to have... Um, and don't get me started on power lines. Oh, I was just about to say. People go into power lines all the time. But here in South Carolina, we had a fucking festival of hot air balloons when I was a kid. And we would go chase some bitches. And they're much bigger than you Talk think. Freedom Week in Aloft. Yeah, Freedom Week in Aloft. Yeah. Much, much bigger than you think. And there was hundreds of them. And they would land all over Greenville. You would go try to find one. Peanut Man was fun. Um there was so many fucking many. It was crazy. It was dope as fuck to see in the sky. Yeah, they are huge. But it blew my mind because I'm like, I don't know how this. Yeah, I remember watching like they're real loud when they're pulling the, yeah, the chain and everything. Cool. But um, yeah, I've never, I never wanted to get in one of those things. Hell no, goodness, no, hell no. Accompanying photos and video from Reuters show Cohen hanging precariously from the balloon's red and white basket as it soars above a highway. Hoping to save the imperiled soul, the operators attempted to land the airship and also haul Cohen into the passenger compartment. So like we were saying, it's hard to reverse that fast enough for a, a, du- a regular-ass dude to be holding on his weak-ass hands. You know, oh, I got so, a weak-ass um, grip, too. I would have fallen a long time ago. 
But I'm just wondering, they couldn't have pulled him up into the gondola? That's what they're saying. They tried to, but he slipped off, plummeted 300 feet, and landed on top of a moving car. Let me say that again. He landed on top of a moving car. That's fucking crazy. He got con aired. <laughs> Did get con aired. Con. That was Dave Chappelle, wasn't it? Con hot air balloon. It was Dave Chappelle, I think. Dude, yeah, I don't. So they tried to get him up. He slipped. So they were weak inside the, the gondola, too. And, yeah, like I said, couldn't hold on for long myself. So don't don't blame the guy. And it was on wicker. So, yeah. Uncomfortable. I just, I don't get why he held on while it went that high. I mean, it, it could, they don't go up that fast. But let's say it did go up so fast. You would think you'd have enough time to realize, even if you had to jump at a point where you're going to hurt yourself. Like. To let go and take the broken legs yeah. over dying. Let go. Just that's what you do. Let go. I wonder if he was caught on it somehow. Th- that makes me think that too. But at the same time, if he tried to get back in, he slipped off and fell. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You can In the video, it shows him hanging on by his hands. So it doesn't look like he's stuck on anything. Uh, but yeah, he could have. I don't know. But man, yeah, why don't, I mean, so there's a hot air balloons tied to the ground. Two people are inside of it. If you're the grounds crew member, you're untying shit. They're getting the balloon going. And then, and then you untie it and you back up and they take off. I've seen right. it happen. Right. Why, why are you holding on to it? So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, paramedics got there shortly after he was not breathing and without a pulse, obviously 300 feet onto a moving car. Was anybody in the car injured? Nobody in the car was injured. Um, that's that's the next thing I was gonna say. Yeah, they were unharmed, um, but their their car was destroyed. <laughs> That'd be how fucking crazy would that be? I mean, it would be exactly like that scene in Con Air. Yeah, you're just driving, and all of a sudden, I wonder. Like, I mean, I guess it landed right on the roof, or maybe on the hood. I guess it landed on the hood uh, for it not to have hurt anybody. Yeah, and that's just like because 300 feet and like let's say a 150 pound man. I'm just like saying, you, like you know when have you ever been in a wreck where where you didn't see the car coming? Like no. have you ever been blindsided before? No. Okay, so I've, I've I have been blindsided, and so it's crazy. But this is coming out of the sky, bro. Yeah, you're not seeing it at all. It's coming ever. like straight down. And it's a human, and you're you think like, it was like a bomb going off. I bet the like windshield was completely yeah. destroyed. It had to where it had to have been the hood. You're right about that. And it's a person. Yeah, and it it, just, it probably popped all four tires. It's 300 feet. Of let's well, just say he's a small person, a 150 pound person. That's 150 pounds falling 300 feet. Lesson learned is like we were saying, fire in a balloon. Not a good idea, probably. Also, just let go. Let go. Yeah. No. Just um, let go. There's well, you there. Sometimes you got to take the. Sort of like in the movie 127 Hours, um, or, or or like the real life story it's based on. Sometimes you got to make the more painful decision uh, that'll save your life, uh, like cutting your arm off. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just gonna starve to death there. Yep. Or letting go, even if it's gonna cause like broken legs or and ankles and shit. Yeah. Because you'll live. You can survive that. Yeah. Instead of trying to hold on, being like, I'll hold on until it lands. Because he wasn't able to do it. 
No, nope. you can't, man. And they did. You land cannot safely. hold on to some shit like that going way up high in the air. I mean, you're not going to be no. able to hold on that long. No, you've seen American Ninja Warrior. Fuck, it, it's it. it wears you out very quickly to hang from something. Come on, dude. You can't do it. Maybe he had a brain fart. You know. Yeah, he's just like it's the worst time, but to maybe not be paying attention. Like maybe he thought, like he was holding on to it to keep it from floating away, but it turns out he was floating away with it. I just wish it was a funner balloon. Maybe like, what if it was the Peanut Man? It was like that sucks, but also it was kind of fun. They do mention that the the pilots landed safely. Do you do you call them pilots? That balloon? I think so. But it didn't take any skill, like, right? I don't know. I, I think, couldn't do it. Um, I I'm sure you need to be able to. You go yeah, I'm sure you have it. to have some skill. But I, I didn't mean no skill. But I, don't, I meant like a. You don't gotta be like. Like you need to like know what the weather looks like if it's a if it's not a good time to okay. take the balloon up, and. Well, shit! Now you. I just guess how much like phone. fire to give it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I don't, and then, I, but I don't. I guess you can't really steer it or anything. So that, I mean, yeah, that's probably it. I but, don't know how to do it, and I don't. It's scary. Why do you, Why do you do this? Why do people do this? What's happening? Man, there was a time when that was the shit. That was the only way to fly. I know. Uh, I know. I remember the Wizard of Oz. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that was a true story too. Yeah. Well, I mean, people did that shit. They're floating around in hot air balloons, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Look up there. Oh, when I was a kid, we chased them. Like I said, we would go. Uh, watch them, watch them land in a field somewhere, and they would just fold them up. But imagine if you came from the farm and you'd never seen anything fly before at all. Oh, right. And suddenly you see these big ass fucking balloons flying in the air. There's people up there, and they're yeah. waving down from a a basket. You're like, what? It'd be fucking wild. Yeah, it would be wild. If you've never seen that before, that would be wild. If you've never seen anything fly before, that would be absolutely mind blowing. Probably. Yeah. Our next bite <laughs> is the close call. Close call of the week. And it's titled, It's Raining Man. Hallelujah. This happened July 12, 2021. Headline is, Parachutist plunges through the roof of a California house. A parachutist from Camp Roberts torpedoed through the roof of Southern California home and into the interior of the house. The man who is reportedly a British soldier in the midst of a training exercise dealt with a chute that did not open fully and plunged through the house. The parachutist was conscious, but stunned with complaints of pain, but no visible serious injuries. The occupants of the residence were not home at the time and therefore uninjured. The homeowner's mother said there wasn't much damage done to the house when he landed inside. Uh, he landed in the kitchen, by the way. She said, it's amazing. It's mostly the ceiling, then the sheetrock. He missed the counters, the appliances, everything, which is Good for him. Like, yeah. I don't know how he did it. Obviously, it was a lucky... How crazy if he had landed on a butcher knife in yeah. the kitchen <laughs> and wound up bleeding to death. Or they had, like, some weird shit going on in the house, and he just landed into it, and he's just like, what the fuck? In the middle of an orgy or something. Wait, so he survived this? This is the close call of the week. He lived, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes on to say, it's a miracle, and she says, quote, I mean, who lands without a parachute and lives? <laughs> Then I agree with you. I'm, you know what? I'm that's, 100% with you, Linda. I don't know if that's a lesson, but that's that's kind of the lesson learned. Yeah. Oh, everybody. Oh, it goes on to say that. Uh, just just as a note, everyone else in the in the participating in the jump landed at the designated spot. <laughs> but to his credit, 
and to his discredit, I guess, or his misfortune, but to his credit, uh, his shoot didn't open all the way, and he still made it. He lived. Yeah, no Dope, kidding. Man. I mean, he, that's something you can tell uh, ladies at the bar for the rest of your life, and that should have some good um, some good mileage on it. Yeah. Uh, the lesson learned for me there is uh, pencil into whatever you're landing in. Uh, you have a better shot always. Water. You talking pencil about pencil in. diving? Yeah. Yeah. The forest. Why not pencil in? Roof. In this case, pencil in. Anywhere. I might disagree with you on the forest. Don't you want to belly flop and try to land in a tree? Increase your area, like as far as you, you know, the physical space you take up to try to yeah use more of those branches. To yeah, slow you wanna, your fall. I guess you want to because if you stuck pencil in into the forest, you're probably going to shoot right through and go right <laughs> to the ground. I guess your best bet with a parachute on your back, a malfunction parachute in forest, is that your parachute gets stuck. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, we'll take that one out. But water, pencil in. Sure. Cool. So that's all the bites I have for us today. But I do want to do a new segment that I like to call macabre contradictions. For main stories, uh, we focus obviously on one story, going in depth. And what went wrong, but for bites, we do rapid fire festival of fuck. So for bombarding you with all the stories filled with freak accidents and all that, I would like to offer up a heartwarming story. Hmm. Macabre contradictions. So like, uh, you know, sometimes the same way that life can suddenly be really cruel. Yeah. Sometimes life can be suddenly really generous. Yeah. And you know. It cleanses the palate a little bit. Absolutely. So it leaves you with a smiling on a good note. You heard some wild shit. Let's give you something heartwarming. I feel you. To send it home, you know. So this happened in Ottawa, Canada, January 5th, so not too long ago uh, of this year, 2022. The headline is, little boy stuffed Bambi was rescued from frozen canal. He didn't think people would care. Everyone knows Santa's favorite red-nosed reindeer knows how to fly. Unfortunately, his namesake, Rudolph, a beloved stuffed toy fawn belonging to a four-year-old, Nico, did not. Sadly, Nico found out the hard way that while on a walk with his mom, Brenda, and two siblings, two-year-old Santiago and six-year-old Sebastian, when his little brother decided to test his pitching arm and toss the stuffy over the railing into a frozen water of Ottawa's Redu Canal. The stuffy? That's what, yeah. I guess that's what they call Is it. Is that what in they Canada. call teddy bears and stuff? Yeah, or I think it's, it's, it's in quotes. So I think that's what they call them in uh, old Canada, which is cute. I like it. That's, that is cute. He was obviously unable to retrieve his best buddy, so they returned home without him, and he was very sad. After several days of falling flow, falling flow snakes, that's scary. <laughs> falling flow snakes? <laughs> Holy shit! I'm never going that's to Canada. Frightening, bro. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Did you say falling flow snakes? Oh, my God. After several days of falling snow, the forlorn fawn began to slowly disappear beneath a blanket of white, leaving behind only a bump. That's when older brother Sebastian, the son of a bitch who threw it over the railing, finally came up with an idea and said to his mother, Brenda, that they should put it on Twitter to see if people would help. Mm-hmm. His mom was probably like, I want to whoop your ass if you yeah. don't get that that. Uh, stuffy back for your little brother. Yeah, that's exactly the quote. I'm gonna whoop your and ass. He, and he was like, "All right, Twitter, don't don't fail me now." Yeah, he was. First of all, he was like, "Sorry, I'm sorry." Okay, hey, I'm sorry about I'm that. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry. Put it on Twitter. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry about, about it. it. We'll make this right, mom. Oh, do they say mom? 
over there? I don't know. I think I don't know. That's British. How, how do British. Canadians say refer to their mothers? What do they say? Do they say mum? Yeah, write us at macabrepod1 at gmail.com. This is what she put on Twitter. If anyone happens to see a stuffy reindeer when the canal opens, my kids would be very grateful. She added a picture of him, circled him in red. Toddler brother threw it in. I know it's unlikely since they clear snow now and it will be even more buried, but my six-year-old has asked me to post here. They come visit it daily on our walk now, and it's only the little mound that we can see. So they go look at it every day. <laughs> and it's just a mound. It's like a yeah, it's like a burial site. Yeah, sad. But as hard as it was to believe, a mission to rescue Rudolph was quickly mounted. Even the National Capitalism Commission, the NCC, signed on. They went to go look for him and obviously found him immediately because they just went to the hump in the snow. Right. Um, so it wasn't. He was soggy and frozen. So they thawed him out and gave him back to little Nico. Isn't that cute? Oh, that is cute. Um, the, the mom, Brenda Duke, says, you just have to ask. People do care. Assuming that they don't is something that adults do. My kids are growing up knowing that people have our backs and that other people care. And that's really heartwarming. That was a good palate Consider cleanser. my heart very warmed. Yeah. Consider your palate cleanse, too. Hope you like that. Thank you guys for listening so much. And as usual, we see the numbers growing every single week. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep telling all the folks out there. Uh, come to Gaffney, South Carolina at some point and see this big old butt peach. I'll put a picture of it up on our social yeah, media. I mean, if you go on 85, anywhere between Atlanta and Charlotte, um, or between uh, from one to the other, you'll pass it. Yeah, you sure will. As usual, you can email us at macapod1 at gmail.com. You can find us at Instagram, Facebook, macapod1. And we do have a Patreon now, so please go choose your role. See what your little mob title will be. What are the titles? Known Associate, Capo, and Boss. And then there's a Macadre, which is a, a secret level the, for, for people who want to really get into the show. I got you. Give us their input. You can find the Patreon links in all of our episodes that's on Spotify or Apple Pods or wherever you get your podcasts. So go ahead and just click it in there. Anything else you want to tell the mob, Mr. Matt? The council. Uh, well, you know, you just always got to check twice before you it, look before you leap. Look before you, you know leap, what? because if you move your feet, you lose your seat. For the council, I am Josh. Till next time, stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. Bye bye. <laughs>